friends. Welcome to the last episode of the year, the last episode of 2017 of the That Sounds Fun podcast. I am your host, Annie F. Downs, and with me today... Yeah, can I do my own intro? Yeah, as of course. You? Yeah, of course. Because you've introed me twice on this show, and each one, it's this really... Y'all, just one of my favorite guests. You may have heard him last year. He's a host of the new activist, Eddie Kaffholtz, and that's the part <gasps> where you always, you, you always pause because you're not quite sure how to do it. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> right? Man, yes. woo, so fun. Oh my Nashville. gosh, I don't woo. Okay, to be fair, I was it. I was so with you until you, I don't woo consistently. <laughs> I think everybody in Nashville, including people who just moved there, woo. Why? That's just Why do thing. we do that? I, I don't know, because you're just Nashville. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just the whole thing. No, okay, you don't woo, but I mean, I going. do. Well, so you know what's funny is that right before Christmas, I went to a... Uh, Drew and Ellie Holcomb Christmas show. And I noticed that I was a consistent wooer. Woo! Yeah. Man! Yeah. Well, I mean, I think every vernacular has their own, like, uh, kind of way of wooing, right? Because I say, I'll say dude more than most people, but then I realize, like, a lot of people around here say dude. But you right. wouldn't say that, would you? I mean, dude? when am I going to say, yeah, 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 I am, I do say dude a lot. How, use it in a sentence in this, are you going like, yeah, Drew and Ellie, dude, are you using it in place <laughs> of a woo? It would be like, dude, thank you for this food. Amen. No, I'm just No, kidding. you cannot call God dude. <laughs> <laughs> call him Bristol. Dude. <laughs> oh, we're going to get struck by lightning in two different locations. We're two minutes into this show and it's already off the rails. That's right. I as feel it like should be. You do your hosting thing. I'll be quiet. That's always the feedback that that uh, that uh, Cameron gives me. Like, hey, maybe just let me get through the, like, the ad reads and the hosting part before you decide to wreck the show. <laughs> All right. So, Annie, go for it. Two, um, one. I'm quiet. Uh, that was – I don't know where we're going. Um, I, you threw me off so quick. I'm so sorry. So, today on the show, I called my friend Eddie, who you guys know and love and who introed himself, and I thought, <laughs> if this is going to be the last show of the year, I just want to sit down and recap 2017 for myself and for Eddie. I just wanted to like – and, Eddie, the other truth is that when people knew the Christmas party was coming, you got multiple requests – to have you the, or assumptions requests and assumptions will no, no. you have him of course you're having him that was kind of how it went down yeah it was tell me you won't have him again because you've cultivated this really thoughtful conversation <laughs> and then there's just these definitive pauses in it that happen once during the live show and once last christmas when it was all just destroyed you're not going to do that right? no it's because, fantastic and eddie yes. i'm giving you public permission in front of these people who are listening all of our friends mm-hmm. we can be funny and we can be serious if you lead yeah, us in a way, I don't okay. want you to feel pigeonholed. You aren't pigeonholed here. No. That sounds fun. No, you lead me, right? This, is, this isn't this is some sort of like, a, uh, what was that book, that terrible? No, I don't want to reference that. You just lead me. Okay. Uh, but I, yes, I, I feel your permission to be who I am. Be I will take that permission. Maybe, I will take that. Maybe one of the things we're going to hit is our sentences for 2018, some goals. And one of my mm-hmm. goals is that all my friends feel a ton of permission to be themselves. Gosh, that's a... Right, that's the goal of our life, isn't it? Isn't that the whole thing is we're just trying to get back to who we were probably created to be in the first place? Like, I feel like every breakthrough I ever have in my life is not a new thing I learned, but just a thing that was already there that had Mm. been so deeply hidden. So I feel like I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, 2018, let's just get rid of some more junk. Oh, listen, that's a great sentence. (laughs) Just get rid of some more junk. And you know my other thing for 2018, and then we really will recap last year. I yeah. am I am really good at saying yes, and I'm really terrible at saying no. Hmm. And I think I'm going to really actively say no. Well, I'll say no thank you, because I'm Southern. 
but I'm going to say no thank you. <laughs> no, woo. Yeah, yeah, woo, no, woo. <laughs> yeah, do you feel like you've over yesed your year? Do you yeah, feel? Yeah, I do. Is it stuff that in retrospect was like when you were there or when you were doing it or whatever, you knew in the moment, this is not, this was not my best yes, as the book would say, right? Or was this like, taken as a whole, it was a good year. It was just too much of a good year. Does yeah, that make sense? Probably. Yeah. I think where I sit now in December is how did I get to where I f- I'm having some of these feelings I'm having? I think it's because I kept saying, yes, 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 yes. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to. And I push all the way through as a seven. Can, I mean, it's kind of one of the gifts of being a seven is we mm. can like Enneagram seven is we can go and we can do and we can we can pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and keep going and going and going and having a good time and genuinely having a good time. We're not faking it. We're genuinely having a good time. And then when everything slows down, you realize you're probably significantly more tired and run down than you realized you were. And Mm. a wiser number, a nine, a five, uh, a wiser human, a more mature human (laughs) listens to their body and goes like, well, maybe I should do half of that. And I would still be in important relationships and loving friendships and still get my work done, but also have th- thought more. Yet it is hard, right? Because we still have What's the What's your demands. number again? Will you remind me? I'm a f- You're real a f- deep, four. deep four. That's right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so we still have these demands. Go there. Well, uh, but also as a four, I'm already thinking about the conversation, what I've already said, and regretting things and thinking <laughs> about... <laughs> like I'm, all, I'm six minutes into a spiral, basically. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like are fours better at – do fours choose to draw boundaries for their own mental and physical health better than Mm. some other numbers do? Like because y'all can feel your negative feelings more easily? Maybe. Not this four, but I think some some are better at it. Brianne, my wife, has been really helpful with that in that she's just a great sounding block for that. And I I think that – because she's a three and just been – She's really good at when I don't draw boundaries helping me with that. But yeah, yeah, I feel like generally, but but the other thing too is what I was going to say before is it is really hard to say, you know, to do like your best yes and to say no to things because like for people that like have like children or demanding jobs like Mm -hmm. you or Mm -hmm. like there's just a lot we don't have a choice to say right no no to. Like even if I got rid of all the extemporaneous stuff, it's still a pretty busy year coming up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I don't know. It's a hard it's a hard balance. For, how will you balance that? Because you still got to like... I still have to do my job. Yeah, you got a whole business to run. You've got right. friends that you care about. Like how do you... How will you decide? Or have you figured out your filters? No, I, guess is- I haven't. I have... I think I have not figured out my figure... Figure? What? I got my figure down. I have not figured out my filters partly because I am just coming around this idea that it matters to figure them out in a new way. I have historically figured out um, filters for me. It feels like a new level. It feels like it's time for a new level for some reason. Mm. That makes sense. That's a good resolution. I'm, yeah, I feel I'm running into the year a little bit in the opposite. Whereas it's like, I'm going to, it's not like I need more to do. But creatively, I'm I'm looking forward to what's next because a lot of 2016 and 2017, every creative second was spent on figuring out the new activist. Yeah. What is, the, what is the new activist? How does this fit within the context of IJM? How do I make a show? How do I edit a show? Like every every single part of the show. But now it's sort of 
on it's it's kind of rolling like yeah. we know our format we know what our it's like your show we know generally <laughs> except for the christmas episode yeah we know generally what to expect throughout <laughs> the course of the year and so i I'm, I'm curious about what's next creatively yeah. next year will y'all like, keep doing like, are you gonna do another season oh yeah. yeah yeah we're deep into three and uh we'll do like the second half of three at the beginning of the year and i'll i'm gonna just keep the show going i'll was just it as I fun as I was about to say? Did you enjoy it? As, I remember when you were thinking it through and planning it, you thought you would enjoy it, but didn't know you would. Yeah, I do. I do love it because, I mean, one, there's just the creative aspect. Uh-huh. So I do like producing and editing and mixing and doing all that stuff on the show. But also, you hear, you know, you hear someone give feedback. Like, I had never thought about racial reconciliation in that way because Latasha Morrison was on the show and you realize you're like, Oh, this actually moved the needle in somebody's life at some point. Right. And that makes, that makes it like, Oh wow. That was, this is more than just zeros and ones that we upload to a cloud. This was an actual moment for, for someone to realize something new about the world or something about themselves. And so, yeah, I, it has been exceedingly enjoyable. Wait, excuse me. When we upload podcasts, there's zeros and ones. What are you talking about? No, it's all data. None of this is, it's all zeros and ones. All our oh, voice, no. everything. I don't know See, anything. I'm scared. No, no, but that's when I get really in my head about it. I'm like, what are we creating? It's all just data. And okay. then it just gets Have you weird. watched the um, Jim and Andy documentary on Netflix about Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman? I sure have. And I loved Listen, it. <laughs> of course you did. I, I just watched it last night and I, I've been meaning to watch it. I had a night off. I was just, I, I wasn't scrolling through Netflix. I don't really do that, but I was just kind of looking. Not that you can't yeah. do that, but I just was kind of like, oh, and that saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been meaning to watch that. And at one point he goes like, at Jim Carrey, at, at the end, he goes, I mean, we're all, we're all in Truman Show. Like, yeah. it's just me and this teacup. And I was like, oh, I'm going to spiral. <laughs> what oh, is yeah. he doing to me? He's Jim Carrey is deeply enlightened. <laughs> yeah, right? He's really interesting. What do you is... think of the show, the movie? I liked it. I'm always curious about, like, uh, you, because for those that haven't seen the movie, generally what happens is in the movie Man on the Moon where Jim Carrey plays Andy Kaufman, um, and this was like what this movie's like 15 years old, maybe more less right. around there. But like yeah, it's, yeah. it's an older movie. But the idea, the the thing was, was that Jim Carrey had taken all this documentary footage of his process of making that movie. And his process was essentially that he became or channeled Andy Kaufman. I mean, and he, he acts like he really legitimately channeled Andy Kaufman. Yeah, like never got out of character and was him. And and then that's where it starts to get so into like the Jim weird. Carrey part of it. It wasn't like it wasn't like when um what's his name played Abe Lincoln and just insisted on being called Mr. President when he was not shooting. Wait, this I do like, not know that story. Daniel Day-Lewis? He did that? When Daniel Day-Lewis played Mr. Lincoln when he when he was he on He made set. people call him the president. But he wasn't being weird, he was just he would stay in character and so when he would be studying okay. his lines, okay. famously Steven Spielberg went up to him and said, "Mr. President, can I run a few things?" But like there's still Daniel Day-Lewis in there, right? There's still Whereas a with Jim Carrey. Right. Oh. Yeah, Jim was gone. Like he was gone. gone. I mean, yeah. the part where he had an hour-long private conversation with Andy Kaufman's daughter as yeah, Andy. Right. Co- okay, listen. Right, that's where it got a little Ouija boardish to me. Right, like yeah. there was a little bit of like channeling stuff that made me uncomfortable. But at the same time, I mean, Jim speaks about it in a way that is kind of 
It was at least thoughtful and thought provoking. For sure. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know that I am going to build any part of my life around what I learned when I watched. I yeah. did. I am really glad that I watched it. I think it was really interesting. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I man, I am glad to know that this happens for artists. I don't know. I, I can't explain yeah. it. I just thought, man, this is really interesting. Yeah. At what point, though, is it like, hey, man, just act? Like, he could have just been Jim Carrey. And then when they're like, rolling he just throws on the voice and does the lines like I, i'm always funny about it's because i don't understand acting and i yeah. could never imagine <laughs> acting and i'm like why aren't you just acting have you ever tried to act in your life me i mean out, outside of the masks that we all wear I was about to be like <laughs> you mean when i when i show up somewhere i don't want to be but they think i want to be there no i'm yes. just kidding i hey, um, yo. Yo. i am honored to be here oh Woo. my gosh stop make it sound like it's that, that no target <laughs> yeah target i love you tar- i do love target um i know you do yes i did do some acting in my younger years in school i Weird. i right so here's what i always knew though from from the beginning of time I knew I liked the idea of being famous, but I wanted to be famous for being me, not for being someone else. Yeah. So I didn't want to be an actress. I always wanted to host a TV show or like be like an Oprah or an Ellen or a Jimmy Fallon. I always wanted, I always wanted to be famous for being me. Well, well, that kind of came to fruition, right? Like weird, right? I mean, I'm not, you got, yeah, you got to be famous, but yeah, yeah. I was, I'm just me. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right? kind of amazing. You willed it into existence. Just like Jim Carrey writing that $10 million check to himself. Right. You just inhabited the character of Annie Downs. <laughs> the future Annie <laughs> F. Who knew, right? Did you right. do acting when you were little? You know, I didn't. A lot of singing, of course, because I have well, sure. a you know, beautiful voice. But I, uh, I don't. But I did a lot of like that. But I always try, I tried to act a few times. And I was in uh, the play Godspell. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, Godspell? of course. So I was in and I got a part in Godspell and there was a bunch of lines in that. And I just found myself whenever I would need to sing, I would have a sense of it, right? Like, okay, here's where I go and what I do. And you kind of get, but when it was time to speak lines, it was like, who am I? Where do my arms go? How do I walk? (laughs) I do not not know what a word is. What is that word? You just, (laughs) (laughs) and I always felt like if I could unlock it, I could figure it out, but I never unlocked it. And it was terrible because I had, you know, and that was it. And that was like sophomore year of high school and it was one of those moments where you're like I'll never be able to do that this is not this isn't like a a thing that I could maybe work into or like I don't know if I could ever run a marathon but I think I could train for it I was like nope Nope. never connect yeah 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 Yeah. that's I feel very similar I think I I mean I could have made myself get better at that but I'm not going to that should be that should be a 2018 goal for you to (laughs) To be an actress Get back on the stage and really be. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. What would people, I mean, everybody be like, why is Annie being so, I mean, yeah, there's all of our friends would mock me relentlessly. We have taken this one off the tracks big time. You're welcome. I mean, that's my 2017 year in review is how much I loved the crown. <laughs> oh, the crown. Right. You're right. I love the crown. Let's, before we review hard, let, okay, I, mean, yeah, I want to yeah. lay the one rule we laid. We're not talking about politics. Not because we're not smart and not because we don't know, but because that is just not fun. No, certainly. For a podcast where things are supposed to be fun, that's not going to be fun. Right. So I just want to give the listener, they don't need to be like edge of their seat. I wonder what Eddie and Annie's wisdom and knowledge is going to bring me about the American and worldwide political system. The answer is um, we're going to talk about how sometimes I used to wear candy canes as retainers. Like that's on my list. So that's different than (laughs) politics. That that was a laugh cough where you weren't expecting to laugh and your whole throat gets (laughs) choked up in it. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's yeah, literally no. on my list. So I just wanted to give people kind of that kind of understanding if this is their first rodeo. Well, and you can't look at 2017. Like, like there is going to be enough. I, I'm almost pre-tired of the coverage Thank of you. the end of the year. Right. Be- because it has been just an exceedingly like weird Right. Year. Yeah. Natural disasters, massive sweeping injustices, the political climate, everything. Like it is pretty clear that things are not as they should be in many different spheres. Yet, I'm glad that we're, we're doing the show because it's not a lack of awareness of that. It's just like, let's lean into some of the stuff, even if it's goofy stuff. That it's that was, and, it's, right? Everything you said is true. Right. And right. I care for my people who have been suffering from all those injustices, from the weather to right. everything else. Also, I love The Crown, too, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Have you started the second season? No, I haven't. I'm saving it. Have you started the second season? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we started the second season the other night. It is. Is it great? It's deep. It's going to take you. It's going to make you miss. I'm going to miss the fact that they've already cast the next characters. Like, oh. like the, this, is the, this is Charles and Claire Foy, uh, Elizabeth's last year. Do you oh, know that? Oh, 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 I didn't know that. Yeah, the show will keep going and they will age, but the actor and actress who they are playing age out? They we get new they, ones? Yeah, they aged out. They've already cast the I next I can't feel that. I know it's hard because Claire Foy is Elizabeth. She is Queen Elizabeth. Oh man, the thousand yard stare that she's able to do when Listen. you can tell that she's holding the the she's holding the monarchy on her shoulders. But, well, this is a real review of this show now, yes. isn't it? Apparently that's a <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do that another day, but no, it's no, amazing. No. <laughs> I mean, how would you? I mean, I've been thinking about this with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Like, mm-hmm. for starters, she, as we talked about on our Hallmark Christmas episode, she is living a Hallmark Christmas movie, an actress to a princess, <laughs> right? Like, that's who she is. She's living it. But also, like, what is it like when there's a TV show about your family? Like, really about your family. Like, that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sit down on the couch. They've just made dinner. They pop on Netflix. And the top one is like, oh, there is my grandparents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think of, like, if someone was sitting down and just watching a show called, you know, Uncle Jeff and Aunt Joyce. (laughs) Right. That's my family. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How wackadoodle is that? It is. And I also wonder how, I mean, don't you even, if you ever get quoted in something, or written about, like, don't you always feel like, oh, that wasn't even close to right? Like, yeah, they didn't yeah, mean, yeah. How wrong must the crown be? Oh, really? Right. I mean, and yet I'm acting like I am watching a pure documentary and I know so, exactly everything about the royal family that I've ever wanted to know. Everything I know about England, which I would say is a massive amount, comes from that and Downton Abbey, <laughs> one of which was a fully fictional show. <laughs> Like, like no, no part of that existed. Right. But I would say that I am pretty well versed. In yeah. The now culture. you know everything about England because of those yeah. two shows, right? I get it. Our English friends who are listening are going to really resonate with what you know. I bet. I bet they really feel like. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure that they get all of their American history from watching like Agents of Shield and Thor and stuff like Man, that. Man, you know, I did have a friend in Scotland who used to quote The Wire to me all the time, and I'd be like, <laughs> "I don't know what you're saying," and he was like, "It's from The Wire," and I was like, "Yeah, I, I've never watched that. That is your yeah. only America. I've never watched that." And it's like a pretty specific part of America in a specific period of time. Very like, similar to The Crown, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, it's a complete. 
<laughs> it's actually a complete correlation. Okay, let's it? stick on the favorite movies because you know what else came out this year is the mm-hmm. new Beauty and the Beast. And we have not talked about this, Eddie. But I know that okay. you live with all females. And so there's no way you didn't watch it. Okay, can I talk about this though? Yeah. And I would say that's a sentence I don't need to talk about on a podcast because I that's why we're here to talk about this. But let me say, I did not watch it. And uh, there was what? a specific reason. Yeah, tell yes. me why. One. I enjoyed the original so much and just have such fond feelings of seeing it like in a theater when it came out when I was a kid. Yeah, same. That I really don't want it wrecked. And even though I heard the live action was totally passable, like I just, I could not, I can't bring myself to push play. And it's for free everywhere. The second reason is, is back to uh, Downton Abbey. The guy that plays the beast was the, was Lady Mary's first husband that died. Yeah. And I, I didn't like Lady Mary, and I don't like him. Done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can hear all of that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Now, let me also tell you, you would never know it was Matthew Crawley in that suit. Matthew Crawley. Good job. You're welcome. Good, good pull of that. I was trying really hard. I even slowed down my cadence. To oh, try I didn't to come notice. I didn't notice. You did it beautifully. Oh, I I, yeah, Matthew Crawley is who that is, and you would not know it is him. <laughs> Yeah. And also, he is my problem character of that movie as well because uh, now listen, I've never tried to animate and computer create a person, so I have oh. no idea how hard it is. Oh, that you being have not. Set, I haven't. I haven't. I don't know <laughs> I why. Just, I was just. I was I just kidding. I never thought you did. I need, I never to, thought pick, I I need to pick up a new hobby, like create. <laughs> but they just. I feel like they overdid it. I feel like there's a couple of times you can tell he's a computer guy instead of a real guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Instead of a real beast. <laughs> Right, it's like the animation just hadn't, it's like it hasn't caught up enough for it to be believable yet. Yeah, just, I need it, yeah, yeah, that's a little bit about it. But I also went and saw it twice in the theater, so joke's on me, so. Two times? Yeah, two different crowds, and you know me, hey, I said yes twice, this is a perfect example. <laughs> oh, because you went with people and they yeah. wanted to see it. Yeah, instead of going, it- no thank you, I've already seen it, I said, yeah, I'll go again the next night with a different group of people, because I want to. Wow! I did the exact same talk- thing with Les Mis. I saw Les, I, I saw Les Mis two nights in a row with two different groups of friends. Now, to be fair, Les Mis is incredible. And if the tour comes near you, the guy who yeah. plays, um, not Jean Valjean, but the bad guy. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. You yeah, actually got I, me there. It's Javert. Yeah, so well done. You started it. Russell, that Russell guy. Crow. Yeah. That yeah. guy's unbelievable. And so he's so talented. He, I mean, it's unreal. So. I, anyway. I love Les Mis. I loved the movie. See, I did not love the movie. You love the movie. Okay, now I love the movie because it was my first exposure to Les Mis. I'd never oh, heard the music. I'd never okay. seen it. So it was the first time. Why did you not like the movie since we're doing a 2014 year in review now? <laughs> <laughs> I just did not love. The thing I love about Les Mis is how it all happens on a stage right in front of you. I love the music. I love the the art of telling a story with the limited space you have. For a mm. musical, and when you when it turns into a movie, it does not any longer have limited space. Yeah, because you started in the theater. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So, um, can I talk about one of my favorite things of the year that's related for to movies? Sure. I know we're going a little bit out of order, but no, no, this no, is, I'm not scared. This is <laughs> nice. Let's be brave, and I want to talk about <laughs> it. Uh, this was the year of Movie Pass. Okay, I haven't done it yet, but I am the last on the train to do it. Tell me how Annie, it's changed your life. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to say it's too good to be true, 
And I understand that you would think that, but it is absolutely true. So movie pass, you pay nine something a month, or you can buy a whole year for like six, which comes out to like six fifty a month. And literally they send you a credit card that says your name and movie pass on it. It's just regular visa credit card. Yeah. And you have an app. You link it all together and you open up the app and all the movies that are playing around you. And I'm saying like all the movies now, not IMAX or 3d, but just like all the normal movies at all the times, everything like Mm -hmm. you look at it, you say, okay, that's the movie I want to go to. You click on it and it says, go ahead, go on in. And you walk up to the front door and the, and you say, I want one ticket for star Wars. And you hand them your movie pass credit card. They swipe it, give you a ticket. You're out of there. That's it game is, over. It is unlimited movies. And we're what? not even sponsored. For, nine do- for $9 a month? So yes. you pay for less than one movie a month and you can see as many movies as you want a month? Yes. At any theater? Yes. This is I what I'm saying. I can't understand. If you see one a month, then, you have, then you've, like, you've paid over, for it. Yeah, you've overpaid. Well, that's what I wanted to think because I thought, okay, is this one of those things where I'm saying, oh, yeah, if I see one a month, I've paid for it. But in reality, I only saw five movies last year, so I'm spending more than I really uh-huh, need to. Uh-huh. It's, no, definitely not. Always see a Star Wars. Always see the action hero movies. Done. Movie pass has been paid for. See, I don't, I don't, I don't always see the Star Wars unless I'm – those don't do anything for me. And so yeah. unless I'm dating someone that really cares, I don't care. And so those those aren't my first jump ons, but I could find a movie a month. Can we talk about that for a second? Because you know that you're hopping on because you're trying to be supportive and fun, but it doesn't matter if you don't care. Because Bree's not on board with Star Wars, like she's but she seen goes. It. But well, no, she's probably not going to go in December. I mean, oh, maybe, okay. but 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 maybe if it's like oh date night, yeah, let's go see Star Wars. But if she did not see it, I would still be there, and it would not be a thing. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. I just but but again, this is my this is my saying yes situation where I think mm-hmm. I think it will it will be fun. if you think it's going to be fun and you want me there, I'm going to have fun. So yeah. yeah, I'll go to a movie. I don't care what movie you want to go to. I'm probably going to go as long as I'm yeah. going to get a Coke Icy. I'm fine. If the Coke Ice machine's huh. broken, we're going to have a whole other story to tell ourselves. But <laughs> no, that's a whole that Movie Pass can't handle that. But there should be a is the Coke Icy machine working app? Okay, right. Thank you. Because there's a there's a McDonald's one. Somebody created a McDonald's app where it's, is the McDonald's. This was a real story from this year. <laughs> is the ice cream machine in McDonald's working app is basically <laughs> like what it is, and it's like crowdsourced information because people get mad because the Mc, because apparently they notoriously shut down and everybody just wants a you know a dollar cone. And or I a had blizzard. no idea about that since I'm allergic to dairy until Wendy's trolled McDonald's and made a joke <laughs> about their ice cream not working, and I was like, I guess that's a thing. Yeah, but people created an yeah, people created an app. Wow. Okay. For it, which I just love. This is what technology is really for. Yeah. It's creating for an app sure. to see if our if our ice cream situation is see, working. Yeah, out. to see if our if our treats are available yeah. or not. Um, okay, here's the other thing. Here's what we did. We made a plan, yeah. you and I, of the we wanted to list five things that could have gone better for us personally in twenty seventeen. <laughs> so yeah. we saw great movies and now I'm gonna get movie pass. Yeah, But we also, we don't usually do any homework coming into this. We did a minimal amount of homework just because I did want to really process through things that I wish would have gone better for me in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you want to lead? We'll just go back to back. We'll just go one to one. Do you, yeah, can I ask you though? Because I'm afraid that it's going to be like the thing where I do one and then you do one, but mine was like super silly and yours was like oh no no know, no mine's I, very I serious learned, I, I learned to love okay no no no, no. mine's real serious so okay, for I, example start. you start okay 
Okay, here's my one of my only serious ones. I did not write a word this year. Oh, really? I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think I wrote anything. Okay. And I got pretty. I've gotten pretty locked into like, what should I write and where? It, actually, that's not true. I submitted two articles that got totally shut down from a humor website. It was a shot in the dark. It was an exercise because sure. I was like, maybe this will start me writing. But I used to write pretty regularly for relevant. Yeah, and you stopped did. Doing, have stopped doing that, and I just have not written it. And that feels like there's a there's a void. And I looked at the last thing that I had published, even just minorly published, mm-hmm. like even just because I, I don't have a blog or anything. So I'm kind of at the whim of people that will publish. It was end of 2016. And I just you took felt a, whole a year off. Yeah, I don't know that the world needs it, but I need it. Sure. So that okay. was that was just for me. You know, that was a thing that I uh, did not love about this year. Okay. Um, yeah, mine is not quite that serious. Um, in- <laughs> You're like, man, I, I just had way too many ICs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. No, that was 2016. Um, in 2017, I, my real problem is that my bottom teeth moved like a lot. And I don't know why. Don't know. And I'm really, part of my job is that I take pictures with people a lot. And so I see my face a lot more than in the mirror, right? Like I see pictures of myself when people tag me on things. And I have really noticed a shift in my teeth. So wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This was the hard part of my 2017. (laughs) Fundamentally, first of all, yeah, that was not equal (laughs) sequel. I was like, I felt like I haven't expressed my soul. And you're like, I think my teeth are moving. Equal sequel. Someone brought that up on Twitter a couple of days ago. Did you see it? Oh, man. Oh, my Still gosh. One of my got, so, oh, it's one of the but best things when you said that, that you have to be how, equal. What is the evidence that you have of the movement of your teeth? Photographic evidence. I can see that the bottom left guy is crawling behind his friends. So I'm going to have to get braces next year. Well, now we've brought up a whole can of worms. <laughs> because I, for years, have had just an inherent distrust of adults who have braces. Why? Because you look, you look at an adult with braces, and you may be, like, you know, ch- changing my opinion, but you haven't yet. Because I'm like, you look at an adult with braces, and you're like, what has been going on for the last 37 years <laughs> that you have not had braces. Like, what is it about your whole upbringing? And maybe wait, they didn't have money wait, until wait. then. Right. But then you're like, well, I know you, and I know you've had a full-time job for 13 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why now? I always just, it's not like a full distrust. It's just a little bit like, what? Ha- why now? What happened? What yeah, that? what happened? I get it. I get it. So, but apparently I didn't know that as an adult, you have a whole shifting of the sh- lower well, plate. Well, do you wear your retainers from when you had braces? I never had braces. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have <laughs> a strong stand on adult braces when you don't even know what they feel like? <laughs> Like, you don't yep. even, that's like me <laughs> taking, like, the world's biggest stand on, um, <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> okay, for real, I can't, how, how do you have such a strong stand on braces when you have never had braces? I believe it is by that ignorance that I am able I to am take looking, such a strong <laughs> I am looking, I'm currently pulling up your face on the internet. Okay, and what I notice over and over again in pictures that you post is that you are not smiling showing your teeth. Yeah, I have, uh, I, well, I mean, every time I go to the dentist, they ask me when I had braces. 
because of how straight they are. I just got real lucky. What? Yeah, I got really lucky. And conversely, because we need to get off of my teeth because it's just the weirdest thing I could have possibly <laughs> talked about in this moment. But I brought it up. It's my fault. But like my sweet brother not only had to have braces for a long time, but then when he was almost done having his braces off, he pops over the front of his bike when he, in the neighborhood <gasps> and breaks his jaw. I can't. To which they decided then to just leave the braces on so that they could wire his mouth shut for like six months where he ate soup for six months. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was just like, I've never had braces. I don't understand adults with braces. My (laughs) teeth are perfect. (laughs) Seems like maybe what we've pointed out is not an issue with your lower plate, but just a (laughs) massive hole in my personality. Just like a cruddy person. <laughs> no, that's not that's not true. But that is the hard thing that's happened to me is I did have a realization that it may be time to do something about the lower because I stopped. So for your just knowledge, I yeah. stopped wearing my retainer in college. And so for a decade, my teeth have been shifting oh. upon their own nature. And I don't, a lot of people, you probably don't know this because you're not a braces guy. A lot Mm -hmm. of your friends, you should ask around that had braces when Mm -hmm. they were little still have metal permanent retainers inside their mouths all the time. Did you know that? Most people have like a metal bar behind, much like I use candy canes at times as I wrote on my list. Like, like people have metal retainers that are permanent in their mouths to hold their teeth in place so they don't shift. Do they still t- do like retainer talk? Like, do they talk like they have a retainer? No, because 19 friends out of 24 of yours are wearing a retainer every time you talk to them because it's a permanent retainer. Wow. I know. <laughs> you need to, I, get, I need you to ask around. I need everyone, you guys, as y'all are listening, will you just tweet at us? Will you tweet at Eddie and I if you have a permanent <laughs> yeah. retainer? Because yeah, we need I'm, to know. Please let me know. I'm about to go hardcore off social media for the rest of uh, December. So Are it'll you? be great to get back on in January and just uh, be like, oh, oh my. I, yeah. I was wrong. I hit a nerve. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, t- so pause there. You're taking the rest of the month off. What's What's it about? It has been another, well, probably 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18 realization that I just have to build in silence. And mm. this isn't an introvert thing. It's just it's just the amount of life that happens and it's like I have to turn down the noise. And mm-hmm. one of the simplest ways to turn down the noise is I just take social media sabbaticals yeah. which are which are great and in reality I have been pretty bad at it this past year. I've just been a little more it's been you know how it kind of crosses into that little thing inside you where you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's a little neat-ish. And then it starts to like brush up on like, this isn't like addiction, but this isn't just like just reading Twitter. This right, is sort of like, right. a, this is like feeding a thing in me that needs to not be fed. So oh, I'm going to. You, you listen to that. <laughs> I'm going to starve that thing and yeah, see and see brilliant. what's brewing. Yeah. And I, and I get some time off from work because IJM is just really generous and kind and, mm-hmm. uh, I work with churches mostly and all the churches are deep into Advent and nobody's paying attention to anything but Advent right now, which mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So just take some breathing room, but I look forward to hearing about <laughs> when, when all, you all. return. I have a purple sparkly retainer. Oh my gosh. No one sounds like that. You are going to be shocked. You are There's going. a picture of my dog fluffles on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I lost it in the dumpster and my teacher had to go find it. 
<laughs> wow, you, I think are, that was... you are really off on what it is like to have a retainer as an adult. Just telling oh. you. Just <laughs> I telling think I... you. Well, I'm really sorry for you that you, uh, I mean, are you sorry? Do you care? Are you going to deal with it? Yeah, it's just money. Yeah, I am going to. I clearly care. It came up as my number one of the top bad things that happened in 2017. (laughs) So, yeah, I care. I really care. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm just sorry that I made fun of it so much. (laughs) (laughs) That you have a whole set on adult braces when you've never had them. There are some very respectable people in my life who had adult braces. Name one. Uh, Tammy, that, that sounds like I'm lying. Oh, Tammy, Tammy that used to work at Crosspoint and doesn't live, doesn't, doesn't anymore. Tam- Don Registerinfin. <laughs> really like, oh, That's nobody. Tam Hodges. It just took me a minute to find the last name. Tam Hodges. I found it in my head. If anybody in DC Talk had braces as an adult, then I will change my stance. Well, but certainly, I, certainly, as you would. Those, as one. Those would. are the respectable people. Okay, in my it's your life. turn. What's another bad thing that happened in your 2017, or thing you would do differently? Yeah, I wasn't big on the hurricane this year. Oh, we had sure. A hurricane. Tell me what happened to you about that. Yeah, I mean, first of all, in preface, we had it way better than most of the entire world down here. So mm-hmm. I will say that this is one of those things where it was like bad for me, but I also have perspective that I would do it all over again if that was the only. But I've never actually been through a big hurricane. So normally when Floridians say like, yeah, we're used to hurricanes, what that means, and P.S. I live in Orlando, Florida, but what that means for Floridians is that the outer bands of the hurricane have come through and, you know, it's like 70 mile an hour winds and a lot of rain and it's kind of crazy and you wake up and trees are down. But generally, it's just sort of a wild thing mm. that most Floridians, uh, a smaller amount of Floridians have actually been through the eye of a hurricane. And so we decided to stay home. And in the middle of the night, right before we lost power for a week, like it was right before that, we found out that the hurricane had bumped right and went right over our house. And uh-huh, why are we was- snoozing? Uh, I mean, we weren't, but the girls were. Like, even Lucy <laughs> were fast asleep. I will say, Lucy is the best. There was a whole, like, cat, I don't remember what it was. It was like cat four by the time it came over our heads. And I really thought, okay, the roof's going to leave the house. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get, it was no joke. I was legitimately scared. And Lucy, she got a solid eight and a half hours of sleep and woke up with her hair a mess <laughs> and was girl. like, hey. I was like, good job, Lucy. Yeah, serious. <laughs> <laughs> But that was that was legitimately scary and then to be without power and then to find out just, you know, for people in Puerto Rico and people yeah. in Houston and just, you know, and all around the outskirts of Florida. That was that was a crazy thing this year. Yeah. We will evacuate every time. Yeah. Well, we're not, yeah. Lesson I mean, learned, right? Yeah, yeah. Just get in a car and go away. Right. Why do you have to why do you have to do this? You don't have to sit through this. Right. Even if your house survives, yeah. but you don't have power and you can't get out for days. Like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Just get out of town. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. we have friends. Mm-hmm. You can just drive up seventy five. You can find a pal to hang with. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I'm. Well, if was, you keep going up seventy five, you'll eventually get to Nashville. I mean, you guys hop over to twenty four, but I'm there. I love Nashville. So come on. I know you came come this on. summer. I was great. Okay, again, mine is a different <laughs> category than yours. Um, <laughs> I I realized this year that I don't really like Beyonce. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. I, I I laugh because I have nothing better to follow up your hurricane with. That is a serious. That's the next most serious one on my list. Well, what's what's really nice though is that all the braces talk just got obliterated by what you just said. 
So why don't you tell me before I make any inferences why yeah. you are not that into Beyonce? Yeah, well, here's why this is a problem. It's a problem because I'm the only one. It's I don't dislike her. I would be friends with her if she called, if she wanted to be on the podcast, if she wanted to get coffee sometime. I'd be friends with her. The, you would lend your platform to her. No, oh my gosh, yes. I would allow her. No, no, no. Like I it's not a Beyonce as a person problem. Right. It's that right. I just the hype is too much for me. I'm not into the hype. You know, I'm oh, not into if, the Queen Bee thing. I'm not into the like yeah, I'm just not into the I'm not into the whole thing, the presentation. Okay. <laughs> then all right. Oh, gosh, okay. Is... So when the hype is over, do you like her music? Have you listened to her recent album? I haven't got no, I can't get I can't get that far into it because I can't hear it without seeing my friends talking about it in my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want to like it. I don't want to like it. <laughs> yeah, that's the that is maybe maybe the problem with Beyonce is because if you just listen to it, you're like, "Oh boy, I It's great. I get it. It is a crazy hype machine." But uh, yeah, I just am like is. I just don't want to hear that you're the richest person I've ever known in my life, and I don't want to hear that like secretly your whole album is about Jay Z cheating on, and then Jay Z has a whole album about cheating on you. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I just don't care enough. I think. Oh no, gosh, I understand that. Can I tell you, great. I have a I have a similar reaction to Taylor Swift, <gasps> and I know really? that people adore her, but the whole thing where it's like, oh my gosh. She unfollowed everybody on Twitter. And then the next day, it's like, ooh, she posted a picture of a snake. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not making a statement. She's promoting it. Like, but the whole thing. And then she sold more. I think this year, didn't she sell more albums in pre-sales? It was some crazy. It was like definitely more than any other album uh -huh, ever in pre-sales. Uh -huh. But it was like more than any other album this year. Uh -huh. or it was some crazy like thing. I feel that way about her. Uh, but apparently that she does not resonate the same way with you. Yeah. Beyonce is the one that hits well, you. Well, like yeah, and, but I but I have had trouble with Taylor's current album for that same thing. Where I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. okay, everybody just just sing songs that I like. But you know who has been the bright spot is Kelsey Ballerini. Have you listened to her album? Do you like her? No, I listen to mostly rap. But tell me about Kelsey. <laughs> but I mean, if normally, I mean, did you listen to old? Ta did you did you like 1989 Taylor Swift? Yeah, it was fine. Okay. I still was listening to rap then, but yeah, okay. I like still who, like, I like tell it. Me, tell me your album of the year in the rap department. Oh, I mean, it would be Jay-Z or Kendrick. Okay. It, would be the, it would be the album of the year in any department. Like, well, not I think my department. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like if I had to pick album of the year Grammys, it would be those. It wasn't just like they won best you know, best rap album or best uh -huh. R&B or whatever. Uh-huh, right. Okay. They, I think that, but yes, okay. So, but you were saying uh, Ballerini. Yeah, yeah, Kelsey Ballerini. I just think if you like 1989 Taylor Swift, you're going to love uh, Kelsey Ballerini's current album. Because it, it, okay. she is she is filling the Taylor size Swift hole in my heart. <laughs> so. Right. No, that's right. She's yeah. having, that's okay, really so I'm going to let you go again and hope that you have, because I, yeah, I'm feeling bad about yeah. my what I've brought to the table. <laughs> yeah, well, my next one is not as serious. All my grandparents have died. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's one. And this was the one that I was probably most vocal about. It was funny when everybody else was like really, really talking a lot about Charlottesville and yeah, things. Yeah. I, I got pretty into this one and absolutely blew up my just any any platform that would listen, which was the reformulation of Coke Zero. Yeah, yeah you and really cared. You really, really cared. And and here's why. It is okay. For those people that did not know, Coke Zero was the second best soda in the world. 
I do love soda. I know that it is probably giving me all measures of internal issues. <laughs> I under, I hear you. I still really love Coke Zero. Sure, so Coke sure. Zero is the second best zero, the second best soda. And it, it, it's, it was the number one of the most widely available sodas. Sure. One day, one day they decide to change the formula. And that's the formula that they've been using in Europe for years. And they say tastes more like regular Coke. Okay. Here's, here's the problem. It is not as good. And pretty much you just taste it and you're like, there's no way. You see how oh, passionate I'm getting yeah, right now? Yeah, I like it. Like, I'm still just talking about soda. <laughs> <laughs> so so I tweet about it and they're like, because their whole thing was just give it a try. Right. So I gave it a try and it was complete trash. And I just did not like it. Because so, you didn't you know, want to- Coke Zero to taste like Coke. You just wanted to keep enjoying Coke Zero for itself. Whatever little like 24 ounce cancer cancer syrup that was, I liked exactly the way it was. I don't want. Have they changed it back yet? Have they gotten you to change it? Have you done that? Oh no, no, they have doubled down. There is Coke Zero everywhere. New form. So you're not the Gin Hatmaker to Gilmore Girls. That's because I'm pretty sure Gin Hatmaker is the reason Gilmore Girls came back. She made it such a stink. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they actually rebooted the entire show. And I wondered uh, if you were going to have that kind of pull with I, Coke Zero. Yeah. Not yet. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of my platform, but I do not have any pull. I am the <laughs> 200th most popular podcaster in Central Florida. <laughs> so I just want you to know that for what that's worth, in I can't Central even, Florida. I don't even get reservations at our local sushi place. Like sure, nothing happens. Sure, Okay. But that is yeah, so. Are you still so? Changed. Did you switch to a different soda? Or are you still going Coke Zero and oh, just like sad about oh, it? Oh no, I'm done. I'm I'm back to my you know old first love, which was Diet uh, Diet Dr Pepper. Oh yeah, I I mean I like that so much. I just always called it DDP. I mean I used to drink that much of it that I would just call it DDP. Right. DDP is great, yeah. and it was number three, and now it's back up to number two. And I just it's it's been a really hard thing. And I will tell you a little behind the scenes is uh, <laughs> Coke. Slid into my DMs one day. Really? And was like, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was like, because um, uh, I did the tweet, and I hate it when people always talk about their own tweets. But the tweet, but but it is pertinent for this story when they when they say their own tweets out loud because they're like, oh, here's a funny thing I wrote. Right. But I wrote on Twitter or something like to add to the dumpster fire that is 2017. I just tried Coke Zero, and it is garbage. Okay, so. <laughs> Right? Pretty on the nose critique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't beat her on the bush on that one little bit. Yeah. So Coca-Cola, fact, like the Coca-Cola slid into my DMs and said, uh, hey, you mind if we use your tweet for marketing? (gasps) And I was was like, hey, listen, I'm just trying to be funny on Twitter. There's like an actual human being whose job is probably on the line. So if this does anything to that human being, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. There's been a lot of reaction. We just are trying to capture all the reaction for internal communications. I was like, well, wow, wow, wow. Okay. So somewhere in Atlanta, yeah, your, read, your tweet is like went up on a board in front of a president. Yeah. And wow. somebody doesn't get a Christmas bonus because of that job. Yeah. Because so of you. Maybe I should have just, should have just kept my mouth shut. But <laughs> they could have also not ruined Coke Zero. So that right? was, I would You know say, whose fault this is not yours? That's whose fault it is. It's not yours. Yeah. And as long as it's not my problem, yeah, I'm not taking any responsibility. No, you shouldn't. I'm, you just mainly shared an opinion. <laughs> mainly, and we're allowed exactly to do that. Right. <laughs> I think that's right. We're allowed to. Um, we're allowed to. Okay. Now, the truth of my All list right. is that the next thing is more personal than global, but that I have a global one as well that yours seem to keep falling into the category of. Should we not have synced up a little bit? Because I feel like we're not at all. <laughs> 
we're not dancing to the same music. No, here. we're bringing you know a full I mean? breadth of the year, though, if you will. I mean, if is there ever a better an understanding of the year than what's happening yeah. right here? Yeah. How many more do you have, by the way? I have two more. I only have four. Okay, good, because I only have one more after this. So we'll be at four and four. Okay. That's all I cared about. Equal, uh, equal, equal, right, equal. Here's my big concern. Um, mm-hmm. We, the U.S. did not make the world the men's World Cup this year. <laughs> and Thank you for saying men's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the women's, you know, that's like a thing that they just switched. You know, this whole thing, they just switched the Twitter from U.S. soccer. And then, because there's a U.S. soccer Twitter, and then there's a U.S. Yeah. soccer WNT, women's national team Twitter. And they yeah. just switched it and made the U.S. soccer one gender neutral and made a U.S. men's national team to match the U.S. women's national team. And they're trying oh. to push the World Cup Association to change FIFA, for FIFA to change it to FIFA men's World Cup. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think I love that unless I'm missing some of the no, sensitivity. I do love it. No, 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 I do love it because it is the men's World Cup. Because <laughs> you're right. Because when you, it's just called the World Cup, it's implying it's the World Cup versus the men's World Cup and the women's World Cup. All that to be said, it's a real bummer.com that the U.S. did not make the Men's World Cup because I have two goals with my podcast for people to love soccer and to love the Enneagram, and I'm killing on the Enneagram, and I'm getting killed on the soccer front. Yeah. So. It really is indicative of, like, is the U.S. just still brewing on soccer? Like, are we going to need another decade before, or was it it just a terrible—because, I mean, like, MLS— I'd never, most people, I had not seen a soccer game probably before the last couple of years, and MLS is blowing up, and, you know, Orlando. Yeah, do you know and, how old the MLS is? I have no idea. You make a guess how long you think we've had MLS teams. 10 years. They just did 21. So, so, <laughs> I, so literally, I have, it feels yeah. like this new thing that's come on the scene to you, and they're in their 21st season. Of Honest to goodness, I left Seattle. We lived in Seattle, and I left the year that the Seattle Sounders had started. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that that's – I was like, that's probably when it started because yeah. they're like one of the older MLS <laughs> they teams. They are. They Apparently, are. Apparently, they, they just figured it out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a bummer for me because I – I mean, so my, my solution is we're still going to watch the World Cup, and I'm still going to push my uh, – and encourage my podcast listeners to watch the World Cup. I think I'm going all in for Iceland. How? I think that's going to be my team. <laughs> How could you, you possibly? Said, How? <laughs> you had the longest pause, and then they're like, "Not even why." How no, are you? What do I did. That? What you heard was me taking everything I know about you, <laughs> even little comments ever, and cycling that information through it and seeing if it stuck to anything, nope. and it, nothing. Well, it just slid right, right through it. Why Iceland? So here's a, a soccer stat, a soccer story. Um, during the Euros last summer, um, maybe 2016, I don't think it was 17, I think it was 16, Iceland had this Cinderella story run on the Euros. Okay. There was a point when like, 50% of the population of Iceland was in a soccer stadium cheering for their team in the Euros. I mean, it's an insane stat. It like, it, And they did far better than anyone dreamed they would do in the Euros. And so they just kind of caught the world's eye a little bit. Well, not your world, my world. As like, <laughs> who are these guys and where are they coming from? And they all look Icelandic, right? They're all super pale with blonde beards. I mean, it's just great. It's exactly what you think an Icelandic soccer team would look like. And I'm just hoping for another Cinderella story, I think. In the World Cup, because they wow. they made it and we didn't. Everybody's into Iceland now. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, get on that Iceland train with me. I think no, you'll like, be glad people, you like, did. Move and up there and go on a vacation. It's like must be wonderful, right? Because but a lot of all the cool kids go to Iceland. Now. Yeah, it, it's it does seem to be a bit of a destination spot. There, there, someone is making good money 
telling us to go to mm. Iceland, some marketing person. Okay, what's well, your last thing on your list? All right, now this is really petty, but I wore way too many t-shirts this year. Oh. I, okay, I had a full backlash. So when I was campus pastor at a church, it was, you know, collars mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to look pretty decent every single day. Jeans, but uh, ne- never jeans on stage. Really? Kind of never jeans and, on stage? Yeah, it's because the pastor that was there at the time did not like jeans on stage. And mm. okay, fine. He, he can set the dress code. If, I mean, I and thought so it's crazy. It was, it was a khakis. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it was like, okay. yeah. Sure. Um, so like, and a, you know, a halfway suit. So without a <laughs> suit, without the jacket, basically. You don't wear a tie. A halfway but, you know, suit. <laughs> so then, you know, the IJM dress code is everyday suits. In in headquarters in Washington, D.C., every day. No, they're business suit. professional constantly? Constantly. Always suits all the time and whatever wow. the female equivalent of that is. Suits. Um, and so I would dress like halfway, like, okay, I'm going to always wear a collar. But then this year I just got tired of it. And I promise you, I have worn a shirt a t-shirt and jeans almost every day. And I'm just ending the year feeling kind of schlubby about okay. it. Okay. Because you feel like you just look at yourself and you're like, I am wearing my black t-shirt yet again. I'm just feeling junky. Okay. And I feel like I just I just dressed a little too junky. So right now, I, uh, Brienne is awesome. And she just ordered me. I have a new J. Crew collared shirt on right now. And I feel a little bit more professional. So okay. like if a pastor walked into my office right now, I'm not wearing like my Brooklyn Brewery shirt right, or something. Right, like because like, you office out of a church. I do office yeah. out of a very lovely church in Orlando, Northland Church, right. great church. Great church. And, uh, and you know, you see pastors and people, and it's a big church, so they have like fancy important people walking through. I saw Louis Giglio in the lobby the other day, and I'm Ooh. like, I can't walk up to him. I'm literally wearing a black Orlando City shirt <laughs> and jeans. <laughs> I look like garbage, and I can't be like, hi, I work for IJM. Nice to meet you. I have to sure. go under the radar. So okay, it's collars. That was a big regret of this year. So 2018, we're going collars. How many days a week? It's, uh, I'm going to go four. I'm going to give myself Friday because no one is here Friday. This place shuts down Friday, and I'm here doing the new activist alone. Okay. So I'm going to go four days a week, collars. Okay. Four days a week, collars. Wow, 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 wow. Talk about setting the lowest possible standard for a normal 37-year-old man. No, I think like, that. <laughs> but this is what most people do. I'm like, I'm going to be a normal adult. I'm not even trying to dress nicely. I'm just not going to be junky. Right. Okay. You, I support that totally. I think that's a Thank great you. 2018 goal. Um, do you, you have other 2018 goals? Do you have any others? I mean, I know we talked to the, uh, we hit on it at the beginning, but yeah. let's let's look forward. We've we've talked about the pain of the year. You doing a better job of that yeah. than I did. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still miss you, Grandma. <laughs> do you remember? Um, here's the highlight of our 2017 when you asked me of. on stage in front of hundreds of people if I would rather yeah. spend time with my dead grandmother or own a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I loved about that more than anything was oh. knowing that, like, you didn't have the podcast and Chad who edits the show to hide behind. Like, you had to do something yep. in the moment mm-hmm. and you'd, you just. You just laughed and tried to like get me to not talk yeah, about it anymore. Yeah, I was like my and all your, And it was really clear that I was like, there were a couple people in that audience that got it. And most people were like, hmm, he's not quite my demographic. <laughs> <laughs> not true. You had great reviews. No, no people were very kind. The reviews were yeah. awesome afterwards of you. So, um, I, w- I really have two things. I, first of all, as a, when I, I did a sermon one year. 
And I said out loud what my New Year's resolutions were. Mm -hmm. And they were so silly. But it was like things I wanted to try to do. And of course, it was just like a minor point in the context of a whole sermon. But it was like I wanted to learn how to hit a golf ball. I wanted to write a song. I've never written a song. And I wanted to learn how to build a rocking chair. Okay. Right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And like for three years afterwards, people asked me if I did those things and I didn't do any of them. So I I was thinking about it because I'm preaching again on that week, that kind of that dead week between that, you know, because Christmas is on a Monday. So I'm preaching that Sunday after Christmas and privileged and honored to do it. And I don't get to preach non-IJM sermons a lot. So I just get to talk and I was thinking about like, all right, is this going to be the New Year's resolution talk? And it's not. I was just thinking about, um, I think for me, there were two things. The first one was I just do want to write. Okay. So it's a small one, but like I'm going to either start with some whatever blog that no one will read or something. Like I just, writing is good for me. Yeah. Whether it whether the world sees it or not, I don't know. But that's just an important, like I just keep knowing that and I read all the books about writing, but ultimately writers write. And uh, I think it's just an important part of my mental health to write. Perfect. Um, so that's the first one. And then the second one is I, and this is sort of a broad one, but I was thinking about it for the sermon. We recently taught Eve and Lucy how to ride bicycles. Okay. With training wheels or without? Uh, well, they've been on training wheels for like years and finally they were both like, we're done. And so with no training <laughs> wheels. And so, right. So no training wheels and they did a great job and they were just both out there practicing and so proud of themselves. And it's just one of those great moments that you never forget, like the first time she just goes down the street and she's just wobbling all around. But the piece of advice that I, uh, Brianne did a much better job at teaching them. She was much more patient. She just has, she's more physically adept. She just did a better job. So I basically like just did whatever Brianne was doing, but I did say one thing to the girls that was kind of helpful because when they would look down when they were riding their bike, they would wobble all over the place. Because if you think about it, when you're riding a bike, you look down, you kind of see the road and you just, you don't have a sense of what's, you really need to be looking like five and 10 feet ahead of you. And as soon as I said like, Eve, just look straight ahead. All of a sudden the bike leveled out and she was just coasting down the street (gasps) because it wasn't. And I feel like I am really tyranny of the urgent. Yeah. Like, and then I feel like that's my life a little bit is what's right now, what's the big project tomorrow. And it's not like, like by the end of this year, I'd like to be a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. By the end of this year, I'd really like to have, you know, read and significantly ingested parts of scripture that I have not before. Okay. By the end of this year, I'd like to have written some stuff that's really helpful for me. But if I think of it in terms of like January 1st, I want to do this. But it's like I want to look up a little bit and be just a little more long range about my life than I am because I feel like this year just blew by and it's not that different than it was last year. Mm. And I I just feel like we've got – how much time do we have on this? On I don't mean to be macabre about it, but you're like this year was – a for as hard of a year as it was, this year was still – a gift. And I think that I used it in some ways well. And I also think I just blew a lot of time sort of just dealing with what was happening this evening. So I just kind of want to look up. Okay. That's beautiful. Well done. (laughs) That's really good. Really? I think that's really good. That's, I think that resonates really well with me. And a lot of what my friends and I have been talking about is um, it, not even like a slow down necessarily, though I do think there is some of that. You're not saying slow down, you're just saying look up. But there is this 
I don't want to do what everyone keeps telling me I have to do this to what's coming, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and not just yes. me, I mean, but just this like, no, I, that isn't what I have to do. I can look up, mm. you know, like, because I think maybe sometimes I convince myself or other people convince me that the right next move is to pedal harder and look down. And, and in time, you will get to look up if you've pedaled hard enough and looked down long enough. And yes. and I feel a real like, uh, I mean, I may have said this already. I, this is where I can't remember the line between what I've said to you as my friend and what I've said to you as my guest on my podcast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, th- right. but next year kind of being the year of no thank you, right? Like I did say that to you here. Yeah. Of just yeah, kind of yeah, going yeah. like I I just want to say um I feel a lot of what I want to just confirm a lot of what you're saying. I think that is a really healthy direction for us to go as a people group to go like no, we don't have to do a lot next year for mm. it to be mm. a successful. Maybe what I've learned this year is I did a lot and it didn't feel that great. So maybe next year I will yeah, do right. less in hopes that that actually accomplishes more. And that's awesome. It's exactly right. And it really isn't an accomplishment issue as much as it is like um, I was in, I, I actually stole all of this from a counseling session. And what what have we ever said that we haven't kind of just stolen from our counselor? But like no I, was in a, I, was in a, I was in a counseling session and I really don't like it when she does the silly like, uh, pretending things, uh-huh. but I always I what play does that along. Mean? Where, she, where she like makes you act something like, out? Yeah, she's like, why don't you go ahead and talk to your family member that harmed you? I'm like, I don't want to pretend talk to somebody, uh-huh, but you know, uh-huh. you try to do what they're asking to do. But she said, like, here's where you are now. She's like, what would it be like if that chair over there was where you really, really like your deepest, deepest desires were? Mm. And I told her it would be da 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 da. You know, I told her all the things, and she's like. And then she said, like, go sit in that chair. And so I sat down in it. And, like, for just a brief second, you just – I just got this overwhelming release. And it was like, oh, like, it is actually possible. It is possible for me to get through the the thing that I'm dealing with or the things I'm dealing if, with. It really is possible to, uh, you know, to quote – what is it? Live your best life now? Oh my gosh, like, sure. <laughs> I mean, when has Joel Osteen not been a part of our thank conversation? Thank you, thank you. Right? But it really is possible. And, you know, then that, of course, comes back to thinking about Christmas and little baby Jesus and all mm-hmm. of that. And you, you realize you're like, oh man, if, if I was able to prioritize the things that actually mattered, the things that God has entrusted to me and that care that God hopes for me, and that I'm not a slave to the law and all of that. Like if I was able actually, I guess it's probably, a, it comes down to a, probably a, a grace issue, doesn't it? But Well, I was <laughs> just I was able- thinking it comes down to a trust issue. Because I think a lot of the times yeah. we run fast or work hard is because we think if we don't do it, it won't get done. Or the, the, <laughs> right. the narrative I've wrestled with for so much of December when I'm dreaming about 2018 has been, well, if you do that, you won't be able to afford fill in the blank. Yeah. Like if you, well, and, and even today I was having a conversation with myself going, well, I mean, you can make that choice, but you're going to have to have a different lifestyle and you're going to have to live right. differently and you're not going to have any, pr- pretty much saying, if you don't say yes, you're not going to have any money. Right. And that is, that is not gospel at all. Yeah. But you have a very different uh, road. I, 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 I do not envy the spot that you're in sometimes because it is amazing that you are cultivating this conversation with people, but it really is like there, there is only one Annie F downs, right? right? right. Like if you aren't doing, and that's gotta be a hard road to walk. I, I would, uh, to be the, 
the real solo person that's doing it. I, yeah. I don't envy that, but I respect the fact that you're still making the choice even in the midst of it being so directly tied to you. Yeah, we're trying. I mean, I'm trying. I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of how everybody who does a job like me has to figure it out, right? And I do think that's yeah. true a little bit for you because it, it, you feel that way about new activists. If you didn't care about it and want to see it do well, you could quit. But you care. Yeah. And you are the face of it, even though it's IJMs. Yeah. Right? But I just, I've got, and I never had braces, so I'm not the face that, they hope Thank for. you. No, no. You have perfectly straight <laughs> teeth, which is going to make everyone angry forever. Forever. Um, Eddie, thank you for being on the show with us. This is it. We did it? Yeah, we did it. I mean, I'm going to do the outro, but you're not going anywhere because we're going to do it different this time. But I just, I genuinely was thanking you for being on the show. I love when you come on the show. Hey, happy holidays. Anti- I'm over Merry Christmas, oh, but I'm just all happy holidays happy now. Happy New Year. Very yes. exciting. That's because everyone's hearing this between Christmas and New Year's in that little betweener spot. Oh, that little magical week. Well, I yeah, hope that everybody... magical week where we literally do nothing. Yes. Nothing. Which I am so grateful for. Indeed, buddy. Thanks um, for having me. This was, as always, totally. I think you're our number one guest in, in our hearts, but also I don't think anyone's been on the show as much as you. I mean, this will be the third time I got to be a part of No, it's of... your fourth time because you have really? two episodes. Really? Now, this is your third full episode. Oh, man. We have the Sandals episode, if you'll recall. And then we have last year's Christmas episode, and then you're on the live show. Right. I combined Sandal and Christmas into one. but yeah, Don't do that that to us. That's two different things. I hear about that Sandal episode more than anything else (laughs) ever. And I record two hours of podcasts with Relevant every single week. I've still never heard anything more than that Sandal. Well, me either. I just, that is the one that keeps coming back up. That's why we keep having you back. You keep being requested. Hey, stick around. Let me do the outro. Are you ready? You can pipe in as you need to. I can't not. So thanks for giving me a Exactly. Sure. Friends, wasn't that a great interview with Eddie Koffel? Koffel. <laughs> um, always great to have him on the show. Totally loved it. And Eddie, by the way, do you know the trick that you're supposed to smile when you're when you're doing intros and outros because it makes you sound different? Oh, uh, no, I didn't. But yeah. that'll, that'll help the new activist because right yeah. now it's pretty clear that I'm scowling. <laughs> yeah, you need to start smiling all the time. <laughs> um, friends, there is nothing real else important to tell you today. If you need to find me and Eddie, we're embarrassingly easy to find on the Internet. Eddie, what are you, Edward or Eddie? Yeah, that's the that's the Twitter one. Newactivist.is, that's the website for the show. Okay. And what's your, and what do else? you do Instagram or no? Not really. I don't Not really see you finding. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a real okay. love hate with Instagram. I don't know what to do with it, but keep going. Wow, I don't. I've never done a story. What am I going to do with all that? What yeah, I love storying. I know you do, and I just don't. But whatever. So right. Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Twitter, Edward or Ed, Edward or Eddie? Yeah, that's it. At yeah. Edward or Eddie, and I'm Annie F Downs. F as in fancy. Easy to find Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and hey, Eddie will confirm this. It helps a lot if you guys get a chance to rate and review the show. It totally does good things, puts the show in the right spot in front of people who don't already know that they are welcome here. Right, Eddie? Doesn't it help? Oh, that's not even like a joke. Like the way iTunes algorithms work, it really helps them to promote your show. So, yes, make sure everybody knows about AFD. Five stars, sweet review. Unless you don't feel that way, in which case, you know. We're letting you be you this year, so you can give me four. No, stuff it in a sack. I don't want them to give you four. (laughs) I want something else to do. (laughs) Five. 
something else to do. Oh, gracious. All right, friends. Hey, and I also just want to say at the end of the year how grateful I am for you guys listening and joining us and tweeting and Instagram and just communicating back and forth with us through the whole year around the podcast. It is truly one of my very, very favorite things I get to do. And knowing you guys are out there and like talking about it has been just incredibly fun for me. So thank you for being part of the family and being part of That Sounds Fun because I um, I really love it. So Eddie, that's you too. Thanks for being part of this. It is really fun. That can't be all you say. You've okay. got to say more. Okay. Annie has a book out. You didn't even ask me to say this. Your book, you have a whole, you wrote a whole book and released it this year. You yeah, guys yeah, should yeah. buy it. It is available everywhere books are sold, but mostly Barnes and Noble and also sometimes Target, except they sell out because <laughs> it's such a popular <laughs> so book. So silly. I know. We, we love Target a lot, but apparently they did not buy enough books. So we no. will. But yes, they should buying. have them now. They got a new shipment yesterday, and they will get a new shipment on January the 3rd yeah. so that everybody's ready. Because it is, you're right. Thank you. It, with 100 Days to Brave, it does make a ton of sense to kick that off with the new year. If you want to see if you want to yeah. see 2018 be different, think about anything for 100 days. I would I just remember, like for you to think about being brave. Yeah, and I remember you talking about it early on, like buy it for people. Like if yeah. you've read it, this is a good like, hey, here's the beginning of your year. Here's a gift you weren't planning. Just buy Annie's book. Yeah, that's right. Thanks. I mean, come 100 on. Days come to Brave.com. You wrote a whole book. We're going to talk about <laughs> I it. It's a big I deal. did. I wrote, uh, for, I could be your friend in your face every day between January 1st and what would 100 days later be? April 10th. The <laughs> interesting sales Something. pitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can be all up in your for the first face. three months of the year. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, friends. Eddie and I are going to go have fun. What are you going to do, Eddie? What's your fun thing you're going to do now in Orlando? I am going to disconnect. Bye-bye. Oh, that's right. This is <laughs> it for you. You're uh, off I'm after actually, this. I'm going to build a workbench in my oh, garage. Cool. So, yes, I'm feeling oh, pretty, that's awesome. pretty into that. I am going, I'm actually really excited about this. Do you, I'm sure y'all do this too, Eddie, but I'm going to go do the pre-cleaning before the cleaning lady comes. <laughs> right. right? The, I cannot possibly show you that because it would be uh-huh. just too embarrassing. Uh-huh. Right. So that actually sounds really fun to me because I, I always like, I do not like clutter. I don't like having a ton of stuff. So I love getting to kind of um, get all that together so that we have a clean house starting in 2018. So that's what I'm going to do. Oof. It's, the internal is a sign of the external or the other way around, oh, right? Mm, come on with that. All right, friends. So Eddie and I are going to go have fun in our respective cities. You do the same. Go out and do something that sounds really fun to you today. Have a great new year. Super grateful for you. We will see you back here in January with the new kickoff of our new series, all about new rhythms you should add to your life in 2018. We will be back next Thursday. Can't wait to see you guys. Have a great day. 